1: Next episode coming up uh, is going to be a fun one. Steve Sampson, who's Steve just Sampson. like been killing the game, really master of uh, one of the masters. Of Italian, I got to be careful because we have so many friends in Los Angeles Jeez. right now. One of the masters of Italian food, uh, his restaurant Soto is one of the best meals I've ever eaten in L.A. Yeah. Um, amazing that we're straight back from our trip to Roma.
2: Did you get? Did you get? Um, well, I guess uh,
1: you weren't here when he was should... here for the interview, but it was. It's. It. it we. Did we had a lot of fun.
2: Dive deep into.
1: We you... got into like little things like tortellini yeah, and making another it by one hand. We, he's
2: another one we could have reached out to for like his suggestions, and then I could have.
1: Yes. my yes. App. Well, he's down. Now we are friends. We hit it off. I thought we, we had a great time. We, of course, talk a lot about pasta and like, you know, the religion that pasta is and yeah. the differences between like a cacio e pepe and a carbonara yeah. and how these dishes have to have certain things or not have certain things mm-hmm. to be authentic. We get into it about tortellini. I also pitch him one of my ideas. I wish you were here right. because I pitch him my uh, pasta delivery service oh, right, right. where you get to choose a noodle and a sauce did you, did and then you share we deliver the name it. too i did share Jeez, the name we should
2: blink that out it's a good name send nudes I someone's already bought you're the giving website it away. Absolutely. you know what i can't because i, I just love
1: go sharing website. good things with people
2: that's not but how i like you the idea <laughs>
1: But would you do it?
2: I, I think it's a great idea. I think it's So a the great idea, idea is too. what? I so this business. you go online yes. and you order a noodle shape and a in a sauce, and that it delivers to you, and you boil it a, in water and you cook. It's
1: it- a digital restaurant. Yeah, okay. we are delivering handmade artisan noodles. Okay, and also like not just. Not penne t- ala vodka. Shapes, right, right. Right, right, right we're doing like remember we were up in Tuscany and we had peachy mm, or tonorelli, yeah. like yeah, some yeah. of these or at least my accent is like really good now mm. uh, some of these things that like you are really uh, really special yeah. right Yeah, tiny little tortellini and brodo right. and like so you order it for us you get the tortellini it comes yeah. in ready to cook yeah you know eight minutes away five minutes away to cook and then, then you idea. get uh, oh we talked about also um, bone brodo oh. instead of bone broth right um, what are you kidding yeah. me sure. <laughs> Jeff is excited yeah.
0: I have a uh, slogan for you. Yes, please. Pasta like it's 1999. Send
1: nudes. Yes. I like it. Jeff is coming on in the marketing division. That's it. I like that. I'm pitching this to our our listeners. Jeff's pitching – being head of ad sales and marketing yeah. for us. Um, you have be also, huge. besides my Send Nudes concept, which I do want to launch in 2019, you have an app idea that I think you would have loved to share with Steve Sampson too. Well,
2: I could have just got, got his, his, uh, his input and started to like, like put it in my, uh, in my database. So that's basically the idea that I have for an app. Y'all can steal it, but just like give me some credit. I don't know. That's what right? I want. Is um, wouldn't you like... If you're going to a new city like Rome, I'm not going to say Roma because you're a dork. <laughs> well,
1: you like if you're R going
2: a to a new city like Rome, but and you wanted to know where to go eat, don't you like text all your friends? Like we did this before we went. Like hey, we're going. To, you know, maybe it's more domestic. Hey, I'm going to New York. Where should I eat? I get that text once a month at least. From yeah, friends, of course. Right. So what if you could just update, upload your pics into a into the computer into this app? Your friends could link with you. You link via social media, and then. The best part about it is that it's linked to a like geotag location. When you're in that city and you're walking around, cuz who the hell has time to plan something ridiculous like right. all your meals? You're walking around and it's like, "Bing bing bing, Steve Sampson said this is a really great pasta Ooh, place." Oh, I
1: like it. So it's kind of like how like, you know, your phone might ping you and be like, "There's a Starbucks on the corner."
2: Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
1: got the celebrity endorsement behind it. It doesn't
2: even have to be celebrities. You can link with or friends. Or the chef, right? It could friends be friends like, But it's got to be in, in your, your ne- social
1: circle. People in your network. I love this idea. What's I the name love of it? Too. it?
2: I don't have a name Okay, yet. so
1: if you got a name for Jasmine's app, send it to us because I think that's good. Or you know what? Even better. Are you an app developer? Yeah. Give me a call. Come hit Let's us talk up. Talk about it. Come. We can
2: bring in the celebrity chef not, angle.
1: Yeah. Not only are we going to like do, launch a business together, we're going to bring you in on the pod and we're going to pitch yeah. a bunch of, bunch of apps to you. So if you're an app developer, hit us up at Starving for Pod. Hey, everyone. Listen, I know I've said it before and I'll say it again. Both Starving for Attention and Annalon know that food cooking... Eating and life connect us and are interconnected. We know that these connections are personal and collective, extending across histories, social lives, and cultures, and that we renew and refresh them every day through great cooking and great eating. That's why they're committed to making quality gourmet kitchenware to designing and providing kitchenware that supports, grows, and sustains these connections and committed to supporting, growing, and sustaining our connections to you. Jasmine and I have been talking a lot about how we have been putting the Anilon Advanced to the task. Uh, quite honestly, they've become our go-to pots and pans in our home kitchen. And advanced nonstick technology from first flat surface nonstick hard anodized cookware, hard anodized constructions, twice as hard as stainless steel, easy to clean nonstick coated exteriors, which quite honestly has meant so much when you're trying to clean up. Uh, again, we've really been putting uh, the anolon stuff to the test. Uh, You guys should grab some of these. Comfortable graphite colored sure grip handles, tempered glass lids, oven safe to 400 degrees. But the best part is you can trust Jasmine and I, we've been cooking with this stuff and uh, you should get your hands on some Analon. You can do that by going to Macy's uh, and shopping the collection or going to Analon.com now. Steve Sampson's on the other side of the glass. No, he was on the other side of the glass.
2: That's not Steve Sampson. Wait, is that
1: Shaq? Shaq yeah, is Tattis. here finally, guys. He showed up for the Podcast One podcast. We got to get <laughs> out of here because I think he's mad. <laughs> Richard plays, Jasmine plays this episode with Steve Samson. We will talk to you soon. Enjoy. What's going on, brother? Not much. How are Thanks you? Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Yeah, it's fun. We're going to close that door we're going to get into it. You okay. got your whole uh, not too many people roll it. Well, I, that's it's kind of half-half. <laughs> Some people roll in here with uh, their entourage. Yeah. Uh, and you're rolling, I would say, as deep as people roll usually. Really? Wow. So, I mean, there might be like we had someone from like, Netflix who was uh-huh. like, you know, had a couple of like, you know, four or five people from Netflix yeah. with him, which is a little weird.
0: Uh, but you're rolling deep. Well, you know, they met me over here. I wasn't expecting, but it's a pleasant surprise. Uh, who, who's who, who's with us? Uh, Wendy and Aaron. Wendy from
1: and Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> 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 jumping in, and this is uh, part of Team uh, Samson. Uh, team Peridot, yeah. Pit- team our, Peridot. Our PR Our PR group. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So you like to keep them separated, just so you, they're not, you know, you, you, they're not your team. Well, I, I mean, know what you're saying. We no, all, I have, We all work have, together. We, we all have publicists. <laughs> this would be. This is how I would rib my publicists if they were in the room. I'd be like. I want
0: them to be more team blaze, yeah. but they really have their own agenda, right? Yeah, well, you know how we got into cooking for this, right? To to have an entourage. And this is posses. why I got
1: into cooking. <laughs> you have a lot more integrity than me, and your food is a lot more delicious than mine. <laughs> you know, so, like, right. your your dreams and aspirations were probably a little bit different. Um, but I think it is – like, do you ever um, – since we do have publicists in the room – I like the form, formal, like, right? Is, is that okay to say publicist? Okay. Uh, they're shaking. They're agreeing with me, but I think because they're being kind. Um, but do you get jealous because your publicist they work with other chefs, right? Yeah. Or they, or do they work with different. They, they vary talent, but mostly chefs.
0: Uh, yeah, mostly okay. chefs, right? Yeah? yeah. Okay. So yeah. doesn't that bother you? Well, you know, <laughs> I, I wish I had the means to secure them just for me but oh, that's,
1: see, know, that's everyone's
0: got to make a living so no I, that's I, true. I don't mind that's, yeah, no, that's I,
1: I know like, everyone's <laughs> got a job to do but it's still every time I'm like in uh, I, I, I have uh, Team Baltz is my uh-huh. PR company up in New York and every time I'm with them like I'll be in my uh I'll be in Meredith Sidman I'm going to give her a shout out. I'll be in her office and it'll have on her like, you know, um chalkboard right. a list of clients. And if I'm not the top one, <laughs> right? Like I th- they sh- I don't know if they still work but they were working with Ludo for a while and uh-huh. I was like like I, Ludo's like listen, I don't care if his restaurant's great. He's awesome. Right. He should not be on top of my name <laughs> on a blackboard in my publicist's office. Right. At least while I'm there. At least she could cover it up. Like you right? could just change it up for like who the client <laughs> is. <laughs> Uh, we're starting in a weird spot, but that's okay. That's what starving for attention is. Good. Uh th- We pulled you away from the stove, I'm assuming.
0: Uh, I was about or, to go in, yeah, but...
1: I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. Uh, again, a chef with incredible integrity heading into the <laughs> restaurant. Uh, we're not going to cause a, a drama. Or no, 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 okay. no. We're good. We're good. Because at this point, I mean, you're not... You know, I mean, are you your hands in in dough every day,
0: or um, you know, it's uh, I'm still like I worked the grill the last two nights at Roseau so Blue, yeah, that was mm. fun, but uh, we uh, a yeah, little short staff, we had a fire and we just reopened oh last gosh. week.
1: Oh my so yeah. everything
0: everything's back up. Everything's now, back up and running as of last Wednesday, but we were closed for almost three months. Was this a, uh, a, a a wood burning it uh, grill was. thing? Sort of. It, that's I think what what uh, was the catalyst for, it. but it it was up in the flue. Mm-hmm. I think there was exactly. some some weird angles that caught some some grease and. No, it this all is went a, up. this is
1: a conversation that I only like people who have had like wood burning <laughs> grills. Yeah, uh, it, it can get smoky sometimes. Yeah, Right. good. Well, I'm glad good, but, you came back though, because that's something that yeah. could put you down for months. It, and it did couple- it put us down for almost. Oh three my gosh! Months. Yeah so now it's like the, the real yeah, it
0: was almost. like a re a rebranding almost we, we took it as a uh, like a rebranding exercise almost so.
1: oh what did you um so how did your staff you just uh, put them in some other restaurants and gave you yeah some other-
0: well thankfully we had good uh insurance for mm-hmm, the most part course. even though it's been a real pain in the ass the whole process like that's you know anyway dealing with insurance companies and and lawyers you know I don't just- deal with any of it <laughs> you should J- Jasmine blaze
1: who is my C everything mm-hmm. uh usually
0: deals with all that yeah Dina yeah. S- Samson. That's why she's not here. She's my, dealing my with I right? see everything. Also, my wife. She, yeah, she's the
1: one. Who has okay, to so deal we with share it. that too. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, exactly. we work with
0: uh, our family. Yeah, for sure. Well, congrats
1: for getting back up. Thanks. Though.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. Uh, so, yeah, we were just, but we had the insurance that covered our our people, our staff for two months. But mm-hmm. Then it actually went over, so some people had to go and get other jobs, which is understandable. Yeah,
1: that's that's you got to do what you got to do. Gotta right? Do
0: Yeah. Um, weird question. As
1: we get into um, the framework of starving for attention, what's what's the last thing that you Googled? Wow! Or the last thing that you can tell us that you googled. The last, <laughs> <laughs> the last. I could probably look it up. You know I'll, what? I'm, I'll share I'm, some of mine. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stall for you. Okay. Um, while you're thinking I'll about check me. Check on my phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I looked f- because I knew you were coming in, uh-huh. and I know that you have uh, some deep Italian roots. Yes. I looked up the correct pronunciation for the word panettone. Panettone, yeah. yeah did I say it right? Okay. Well, almost. Mm. Panettone. Panettone. Is that pan? Not pan. Yeah, panettone. panettone. Yeah. Which was really interesting because the site that I found the pronunciation for had a US and a UK version of it. Right. And the UK version was panettone. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounded like – no, that was a UK version. I right. thought that sounded like maybe the way – Right, yeah, Like yeah. an American would say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but that's that was the, literally the last thing I, I googled. I'm embarrassed oh, you're, you're, to admit yeah, I no, passed a restaurant on the drive over here mm-hmm. up Robertson that I'd never seen before. before I go, so I googled it. Amazing! I was well, like, what, "That you're place looks him, interesting." You give him a shout or what? Uh, don't I don't know, have to we'll see. Right, oh okay, yeah, okay. I, I'm, yeah. Oh, here, sure. Yeah. It's called Summer. Ah, Summer Fish and Rice. I guess it's mm. a sushi-ish okay. place. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. and
1: and might be a tough a tough place to want to go to in the winter
0: yeah exactly right? like You're it, it of...
1: automatically the name of the restaurant automatically yeah. evokes yeah. obviously warmer weather, yeah but we are in l a so that's true, but okay, so okay, let's get right into this last week in southern california uh i'm i'm in I live here as well, yeah, um it was freezing, yeah, I happened to be though in Chicago, oh wow, where it was really freezing, yeah, me. yeah, and for the first time ever as a Californian, I was really like kind of offended that I was a Californian because all of my friends and like probably everyone in this room was like, oh my God, it's 62 degrees right?" and it's raining.
0: Well, the thing is when you're here and it's 62 degrees, you're probably wearing a t-shirt and shorts. This when is you're a, in Chicago, you got 30 layers on. So. This
1: is kind of a thing. It, it is true. And I, listen, I always, I, I've found myself uh, guilty of saying things like,
0: no, it's it's the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Pacific Ocean is colder than you think, right? right. Like I turn on the fireplace when it's sixty-five, but but I was a little offended because it was like my ears were falling off right. of my head right. walking around oh, yeah. Chicago, it's, it's, and it was it was. Flurries. I was in
0: Minnesota last February. That was, yeah.
1: um, whoa, see, I don't even like that's. I'm not to be too much of a diva, but yeah. I won't. Yeah. Like that, I just I, that that's like only springtime,
0: Minnesota only springtime. Right. You know it's cold, so you were there in for the. I was there uh, for a, a, an event uh, involved with the NFL for the Super Bowl. Ah, was in, like, good yeah. gig. Was yeah. this, I didn't this, get was, to go to the game. So. Was this
1: your team that booked the gig, or is this your manager and agent? Do I need to did ring I, them up?
0: Did I? I don't remember okay. how. I, I think was it originally? T- taste yeah, to the, the NFL. Oh, yeah. so
1: who are you repping?
0: i uh, from the Rams. Oh I'm my Rams gosh! Guy. Look at that! Yeah, yeah. The the one good
1: thing that happened right with the Rams coming to los angeles yeah that was you yeah. get to go to the super bowl well, or the weekend the, the festivities
0: weekend. i could go to the game i've
1: done that game. that was that's a fun event yeah
0: it's a great event they do and they you know it's a good it's a good charity affiliation too, of course with all the local food banks so
1: do you like doing uh let's get right into it do you like doing the sort of uh that thing the tasting for a thousand people um, at on a fold-up table Honestly, there's no video here, but there was a minor <laughs> eye roll. It was no, a little I mean, bit it, of like, it's ah. just—I
0: mean, I've been doing it so long, as you know. It's when I, when I was starting out, and uh, you know, I used to enjoy it just as a way to see my friends and and hang out, and it, it was more of a social thing. And always, you know, I, I love helping out charities. There's so sure, many charities, though. so you know, you get asked to do a lot that you can't even do. So you kind of got to pick and choose which ones you want to do. Um, I do enjoy it still, but you know, now I'm older, I got kids. Like, right. I'd rather probably stay at home with my kids if I have free so time.
1: Yeah. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And also like, you know, listen, you said there's a charity component. That's always
1: great. And we right. do as, I mean, our industry, obviously we do as much as we can to help yeah. everyone. Um, but there's a side of it where it's like, it's also a cost. It's like a cost. Oh, it's, it's cost. like people don't realize and it's
0: hard. It's hard. It right. Hard like work. a thousand yeah. bites yeah. or
1: whatever it is, especially when it's not like right next to your restaurant. Right. There's yeah. so much that goes into like it. Doing logistically, little, it's like
0: doing a catering event for free, and I mean, it's fine. It's not you're, you're doing. It's it for not even cost. for free. You're losing money. Right, right. <laughs> most of them, you're losing money. Some will like pay for your costs. Which yes, is yes, yeah,
1: but... it, it is a, a a somewhat not to get. We don't get too serious here, but it is a somewhat broken aspect. Of yeah. our world that yeah. like chefs do a lot and yeah. are expected to sort of – their restaurants are expected to fit a lot of, you know, of the cost right. for some of these things where, where usually someone's getting paid because it's yeah. a festival or something. Exactly. If you're
0: selling tickets, right. then maybe are the talent paid. should get something for <laughs> exactly. it as well. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, okay. well, actually, I, I have made a little rule to myself that for the most part, I'll almost do any, any of them that, that cover costs. There you go. Because I don't mind uh, you know donating my time. That's I don't have a problem with that. Mm. But when it's like a burden on the restaurant, it, it makes it harder to say yes, for sure. It
1: is. Well, I mean, I mean a lot of people um I'm a you run a pretty tight ship. Um but uh, ships. <laughs> uh but you know, it, you also have to pull people out from yeah. their jobs, right? Yeah, and for it's sure. and like you're usually taking someone who's somewhat important yeah. of one yeah. of the restaurants uh-huh. to you know, uh, stand at Macy's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and hand out annual. day. Or in a park, somewhere. This is true. It is good for them, though, right? Like you kind of mentioned, it is fun for the team members. It is that
0: get to at least spend a night away from the grill. Yeah, it is. It is fun. I mean, that's how I made most of my friends in the in the in town in the industry. Like just from doing events with them. Like, hey, you know, it's it's. A, yeah. Do you, you, know. you? Did you? Um. At, every, at any point, um
1: like i in the beginning when you first started doing that did you ever feel like it was competitive
0: um you know uh, there's definitely a competitive aspect to Cooking like professionally, uh, you know, even starting out as a line cook when I was I was working in New York, you know, you're looking at the guy next to you. Mm, we just talked about this last week with uh, Tim Hollingsworth.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, about how like people don't realize that, that there's actually you're working side by side
0: with someone. Right. I guess
1: it's like sports. Yeah, but you're still competing with the person who's yeah, on your team, for sure.
0: And you know, then you go out for drinks to the bar where all the other cooks around town are, and then it becomes my restaurant versus your mm, restaurant. It does. It does. And then in and New York, restaurant can drink more shots. <laughs>
1: Exactly. That no, I'm, I'm, that's the old days. Yeah, that, exactly. I was always happening. a strong
0: player in that regard. Were you? Yeah. Nice. Uh,
1: <laughs> you were.
0: You said okay. So, yeah.
1: what are your thoughts on limoncello? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, honestly. It's a little too sweet. Say, for right. me. It's a little was, too sweet for me. I was going to say I, I just got back from Italy. Yeah. Uh, sadly, my first time. Oh wow. And like I was surprised at how much lemon, like you know, the touristy sort of thing. Right. But it's like you know, you might go to New York and you see NYPD hats everywhere. Yeah. No one really wears NYPD hats right. if you live in New York, but uh, Like, every tourist shop is filled with them. And I feel like in in Italy, it was – instead
0: of those hats, it was limoncello. Well, yeah. I mean, especially – depending on where you go, I mean, that's more of a around Naples thing where Ah. they actually drink it down there. But in northern Italy, they don't really drink it as much. They'll drink Mm. grappa or – Amaro or something. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Oof, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Man, I don't drink and I'm like, that brought back a flashback.
1: But, <laughs> I'm like, oh, the grandpa that's, yeah, no, that's, that's... that's some serious stuff. Yeah. Hey, listen. For 120 years, San Pellegrino, that's S. Pellegrino, sparkling water – has been an iconic symbol of style and taste thanks to its Italian heritage. In a world of unlimited choices, the iconic green bottle with the red star has become a universal beacon of unique taste experiences. And with its distinctive gentle bubbles, subtle nuances, and perfect mineral balance, S. Pellegrino not only pairs well, it enhances the taste of nearly all cuisines. That's why I serve it at all of my restaurants and enjoy it at home with my family and in studio while recording, starving for attention. It's these special experiences. Experiences with family and friends that matter most, a crowded dinner table, a shared moment, a time to reconnect, tell stories, be thankful, laugh, and have fun just like we do here on The Pod. As we head into a New Year, plan for an unforgettable meal with a most memorable moment with S. Pellegrino on the table. You'll find a moment of great taste waiting to be enjoyed. To unlock more tasteful moments and culinary tips, visit www.sanpellegrino.com slash US. That's www.sanpellegrino dot com slash us when you were coming up and like um earning your stripes yeah. so to speak yeah. although your stripes were probably on a ravioli <laughs> you know how they do the stripes yeah for okay. sure yeah uh, i was trying to be clever <laughs> um what were some of the things that you did did you ever do any like passive aggressive things to the people that you were competing with as a line <sighs> cook like i would like you know if you come up to a cook next to you and you fold their side towel right or you clean their cutting board yeah. it's like just a, such a dick move well
0: yeah, i mean i would i would set up their station oh you know, I, I would i would over prep so much the night before if somebody was working my station mm. and then i'd like switch everything out and put it so all they'd have to do is go in and drop in their Ooh. their mise en place so containers. like really yeah, really like, like you don't oh, leave them like that up there just twisting their list. brains off of their heads <laughs> yeah. like you did their work yeah i'd leave them, their prep list would be like you're good
1: yeah and then wow, which is also like – that's interesting because it's like it, it, it is passive-aggressive, but it's also like such a good thing yeah. to do Yeah. that not only are you really telling that person they're not great, um, <laughs> but you're also getting them to do anything you want them – That like at that point, if someone asks you if you need help, right. they're
0: going to do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, you don't want to leave somebody in the shits. I mean that's rule number one. I like so, that. Yeah. I have I
1: have done that unintentionally right. on a lot of reality show competitions. Left people in the shits or help them no, out? No, help them out so oh, much yeah? that like – you know, when it does come time for you to need help, then they you got a bunch of friends, you, right? Or do, or do they? I think they do. Yeah, I, they even should. in the cutthroat world of reality yeah. television, yeah. which, by the way, if you smell cologne in this room, it's because <laughs> before you walked in, there was a reality oh, uh, podcast okay. happening. It was not this show, right? Well, just, camera, just, just to be clear, wear, Jeff is making don't wear a
0: cologne show. for
1: sure most of them don't yeah. i mean i i might spritz a little yeah, bit a little bit not, have you not... been to asop it's like all natural it's like yeah. parsley oil like okay. i'm a chef like go i can, check it out i can spray parsley oil i'll go check it out like i try and keep it all in the family <laughs> like what is that it's like it's cilantro stem
0: yeah it's first
1: harvest cilantro stem. <laughs>
0: okay i i keep it in but that but, that was a reality show but just get back to like the whole yeah. competitive thing one thing I, I tell my guys a lot like you'll get that at every stage of your career mm. and you know whenever i have people bickering at the restaurant i'll tell them look you know just put your head down and do your job because you know i i used to go through it when i was a cook and and you know you know where the guy is that i had that deal with 10 years ago mm. like no and I'm like neither do i so oh. it's like it doesn't matter like you're gonna make your own way ha- th- that person has nothing to do with your career just like now like if there's somebody who's doing something similar another italian chef in town it doesn't really matter what that person's doing because i'm gonna have to do my own job and i'm gonna succeed or fail not based on that person. It's going to be based on myself. Mm. Uh, uh,
1: Wise words, for sure. It was interesting you just mentioned like another Italian chef or another Italian restaurant because let's be honest, there's so many, right? right? And... As someone who again has always loved Italian food, I'm a native New Yorker, uh-huh. so I feel like I'm more Italian than I genetically am, <laughs> which, by the way, I'm 0.5 percent Sardinian. Oh wow, that's good. I, I think that's Italian. That's very. Although most yeah. Italians are like, eh,
0: like yeah, they're kind of. I don't know. It's kind
1: of like you need a passport, <laughs> right? That's what literally someone in Rome told me. He's like, really? ah, it's kind of. Like we feel like when we go to Sardinia, yeah, it's like, like
0: all sheep herders out
1: there. I guess that's, that's, what, that. it yeah, I that's mean, what it is. Yeah, so that I'm Sardinian. Like, you are. there's no, there's no, there's no doubt about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, but there's such a like – there's such a frame of Italian cuisine, which is why I love it, yeah. right? Like there's there's – they're like – the format of Italian cuisine is, is like – when I was in Italy, I w- it was amazing to me like how traditions have mm-hmm. kept up. Mm-hmm. And as a creative chef, I used to think that that was like bad. Right. But it's actually just like the fact that there's this box and this tradition uh-huh. is amazing. So yeah. I, I, when you're competing with other restaurants and other Italian chefs, uh-huh. knowing that there's this like box and oh my god, if you add garlic – to a carbonara, right? <laughs> like you've committed like a a sin, right? Yeah, I went to the Vatican. <laughs> uh, like, how do you like how, like that competition? I feel like is more intense because of the rules of Italian food. Do you,
0: you agree? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think you know, it's 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 hard to because I'm not a creative chef. That's not what I ever. Not, I've eaten your food. Not well. Not I the mean, case. you know, I'm definitely. I, I believe in the, the the process and and you know the the craft for sure, mm. but I, I don't I don't need to I don't feel the the desire really to create new dishes and do that. Um, I've done it before. It, it doesn't. I'd rather just you know eat the food I grew up eating. It's like more of a soulful sure. thing than a cerebral thing for me, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to cook the food I grew up eating um, and using you know the processes and and i mean thankfully there's you know right now at rosso blue like at at soto we we were doing the whole southern italian thing rosso blue is like very specific to one part of italy and and nobody else is really doing straight up bolognese food Mm. um so much i mean felix does with the pasta program right part of it's definitely devoted to that but uh which is great I mean, I think there's room for everything. Like this, it's a big, big city. Uh, you know, again, I'm just trying to, trying to make the best possible restaurant I can do. And <sighs> man, this it is. Are you works. a sports guy? Yeah, yeah, uh, obviously.
1: <laughs> because that was totally like the quarterback who just like won the game, and like, well, you know, I'm just trying to do my job. There's, a, there's another ten people out there that deserve the credit. Right. My offensive line does all the work. Uh, um, give yourself more credit, dude. You're, you're. I mean, the, I mean, I, I hear thank what you're yeah. saying, uh, but your food is amazing. I mean, Soto is one of the, like, a memorable meal that I've oh, had for you. sure. Thank you. Um, but I love how like with, with Italian, like again, you have these sort of frames. Yeah, no, uh, it's true. Like, but at anti-pasto. the same point
0: pasta secondo dessert um
1: and and also just like you know okay it's it's an egg and flour right so and tomato right or whatever it is it's like well if you got 20 people doing
0: that and the ingredients are all the same it's harder to perhaps stand out but somehow you've managed to do that yeah a lot of it has to do with sourcing great ingredients but i mean even that a lot of us were like kind of picking from the same tree in that sense with the literally Farmers market. Right, literally yeah. nobody's using crap ingredients like everyone's using good ingredients it's just a you know a matter of kind of picking and choosing finding cool things and uh cool techniques using cool tools like our wood-burning grill wood-burning oven but even that like everyone has that now so right well i mean do you think that that's um like technically like even in just the world of pasta as
1: right. an example i feel like there's so many different recipes oh, yeah, for dough for sure and, like, I remember it seems like it was you, I mean, probably longer ago for you because it's more your expertise. But I I feel like it was only five years ago yeah. where everyone was like, you need an extruder. Right. Don't you feel that? Like that I feel like yeah. and for here, and then, yeah. like, I feel like, like it, it was a thing recently yeah. that was like, you know, if modern cuisine had, like, the sous vide immersion circulator, right. like, rustic, really soulful food had, like, you need an extruder. Yeah. But, that, um, see,
0: that's, that's a good example because an extruder to me, unless you're going to – invest the money and time into completely drying out the extruded pasta, it's almost like you're creating – it's almost like a flawed thing because mm. because you can go and buy, like, this great artisanal dried semolina-type pasta that's extruded in Italy, dried. They have million-dollar machines that, that do it. Right. it. It comes from all being done outside in the sun, blah, blah, blah. But the problem when you try to, like, dry extruded pasta – is you're going to get to a point where if you dry it too much unless you're doing it the absolutely correct way it's going to break apart right. and it's not going to cook right so most people most restaurants that do extruded pasta right soto included we don't dry the pasta all the way so it it almost creates like it's not bad but it creates like a, a different mouthfeel where you're never going to get that real al dente pasta mm. that comes from a totally dried extruded pasta which by the way okay quick moment
1: we will we're gonna stand down for a second here <laughs> and talk about i'm gonna use my npr voice <laughs> let's talk about al dente yes. i don't know what voice that was actually <laughs> but i always would say I, I judge a lot of television shows right mm-hmm. and uh, i would always someone who undercooks something right. is always on the chopping block so right. to speak saying it's al dente right it's meant to be toothsome it's all yeah. i was like it's not al dente. like, And I used to say, and you, you're going to get so mad at me, I used to be like, al dente is just Italian for undercooked. <laughs> On television, I've said that a dozen times. Then I went to Italy, right, and I experienced al dente. Right. But it and wasn't undercooked. it is under- not oh, undercooked. Right. Right. And I don't – like, and then you're like – I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. Like then you're like all of a sudden like falling like the magic of the flour. Like I'm like sitting there. I'm like I don't understand how they did it. Yeah. It actually tastes like it's undercooked but I'm chopping I'm looking at the right. spaghetti and I'm like right. it's not undercooked. Yeah. It's the flour or the drying process or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and al dente is a thing. Oh, yeah. That we don't – really until you really go to Italy, I feel like yeah. I, I didn't understand it. I thought it was just like kind of like, oh – it's not finished all the way. Ah, it's yeah. al dente. It's they the do this, thing. by the way. Oh, they do they that. Do this oh, in Italy. Uh, Everywhere, yeah. I'm holding up my hand. Yeah, is, yeah. I don't even know don't, what the symbol there's is. There's not a word. It's not a word, the, but it's hey, like... What, uh, and hey, And I'm oh, like a hey, mimicker, oh. so like I just <laughs> started picking it up, and I was... Ah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's that, the same thing with pizza in Naples. I found, like, you know, some people will undercooked pizza and you get that like that Neapolitan style we're like okay we're gonna cook it in 45 seconds because i got this oven that's a thousand degrees right. and the pizza's gonna cook in 45 seconds and it looks great but then you cut into it and it's like wait that's a little undercooked mm, right but that's the way it's supposed to be is that what you're no, saying uh, or no no, no. okay i mean yeah. for me I, I think you know i went to naples and a lot of times in naples they're just throwing the pizza so like somebody might go to Michele at, at like one in the afternoon and there's a hundred people in line and maybe they're going to get a pizza that's a little undercooked, but I, you know, I don't think it's supposed to be that.
1: Uh, way. Got it right. You know, it's well, like also what, like you're saying, and a lot of people don't even understand this about pizza is like, it's supposed to be cooked in 90 seconds, right? The oven's supposed to be blazing, right? And it's supposed to be uh, there's supposed to be char in it, right? It's mean, supposed right.
0: to be char, but right. and, but it's and it's it's supposed to have chew, but it, it's still supposed to be cooked. Like Italians in general are obsessed with like digestion and their mm. and their internal organs and how what they eat affects their liver and we were talking about the grappa and the lemon yeah exactly affecting digestion and liver at the same time so like an italian will tell you you can't eat a raw dough it's it's just bad for you so like if a pizza's undercooked they'll be like this Mm. is you know it's bad for your digestion bad for your liver this and that so like and it's like in general but i just find that to be a flaw sometimes when you go to Neapolitan pizza places it's that the the pizza can be a little underdone in the middle and then you know I I, you know so I think 90 60 to 90 seconds is a good target but like anything below 60 seconds there's no way even if it looks like it's cooked and with all the char and the leopard spotting and all that to me there's no way you can cook it all the way through unless it's a super thin dough like super thin Mm.
1: Major resolutions but need a bit more inspiration? Start your new year with a big idea or three by listening to an audiobook. Also, maybe you can listen to Starving for Attention. But Penguin Random House Audio produces audiobooks that range from self-help and inspiring ideas to classic novels to the latest bestsellers. Download Dare to Lead, written and read by Brene Brown, and hear how to transform creative ideas into bold actions. You can learn how to let go of fear and take risks with Brave Not Perfect, written and read by girls who code founder rishma saujani or get in a few laughs alongside advice on how to love yourself and love your life from the fab five of netflix's queer eye visit penguin selfcare slash self-care for more listening suggestions to keep your new year's resolutions going strong that's penguin random house slash self-care
0: the Advanced Specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care developed groundbreaking, minimally invasive techniques to treat fibroids, endometriosis, and other GYN conditions. In response to growing concerns over the coronavirus, CIGC now offers e-visits. We know GYN conditions don't stop affecting your life. CIGC wants to be here for you as you seek options to find relief from debilitating gynecologic symptoms such as abnormal bleeding and pelvic pain. With telemedicine options now available, book a con- consultation Consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. That's InnovativeGYN.com or 888-SURGERY. Make sure to stick around after this podcast to get the latest headlines from the AP News Minute. Can't get enough Richard Blaze? Then take a listen to any of Podcast One's other fantastic food shows. Every Wednesday, Michelle Davis and Matt Holloway of Forked Up, a Thug Kitchen podcast serve up their own brand of food, politics, and pop culture. And chef Rick Bayless and food journalist Steve Dolinsky team up every Wednesday to travel the globe while tackling food trends on The Feed. Check out Thug Kitchen and The Feed every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Now back to starving for attention with Richard Blaze. Can you produce a good
1: quality pizza at home without a you know a wood burning oven or?
0: Yeah, I mean I've been we've been using this thing that the the Ooh. the girls helped us get with uh, Craig, our chef at Soto, has done a bunch of. Uh, events using this new Breville oven. Okay, it's a small. It holds one pizza at a time, you but know, it gets up hit, to like uh, come hit us up, Breville. Yeah, like, we're Breville. always looking always looking for sponsors. I use That's Breville. Just, I always... just made myself uh, fifty bucks. <laughs> I'm <go>. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> that one was free of charge. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, so the Breville oven it gets up to like 750 degrees, and it's, it's almost yeah, then, right. I yeah, mean, it's almost yeah, you can do right? a good a good. Oh, uh, are you
1: trying to get to 900 though, like in a, or or does it honestly? Matter? It just
0: depends on the type of pizza you're making. You know, like more of a New York style. I think those have to that for me the ideal temp is probably like six forty six fifty, six forty. Okay. Uh we just opened a little pizzeria called Superfine downtown. And yeah. Yeah. That's what we cook that's what we cook those at. Because the pizza's generally a little thicker. Um you don't want it to, to and you I mean, you know, New York style, you want to be able to fold the slice. You don't want to have to eat it with a knife and I'm fork. I'm a native New Yorker. Yeah, so you yes, I, I so get you it. Come down. So do you believe this you know, the whole theory of like there's no bad pizza? Um I always – like my thing is more like everybody loves – it's like pizza and Bob Marley. That's what I would say. Everybody loves pizza and Bob Marley. Who doesn't like Bob Marley? Yeah, that's – You like Bob Marley, right?
1: (laughs) First of all, I mean not to reveal too much, but I may have had dreadlocks.
0: (laughs) Okay. So yeah, I love Bob Marley still. So um... are there a few bad – Bob Marley songs, not too many, uh, yeah. but you know, it's kind of like pizza. It's not, there's some, some, some uh, pizzas are better than others.
1: Yeah. It more just becomes like, that's not the Bob Marley I, n- I, I know <laughs> and right. love, but right. okay. I get it. It's, yeah. um, that's very, very political of you to not say that. Cause I feel like that's one of those things where like there is bad pizza, but there's no. not bad ice cream. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, that's just kind of a, like, you know, it's like ice cream is cold and sweet. Like that's I'm going to be okay. Yeah, even if yeah, it's just exactly. like some sort of whipped dairy product. Yeah
0: yeah, like you know, my my kids sometimes will eat bad pizza, and I'll come home after a night of work, and even though Ooh. it sucks, I'll eat that shit. Yeah, like, exactly. That's right out, right out of the, right out say, of the okay. refrigerator. Right. So they don't have to
1: hide it from dad, right? <laughs> yeah. Even though dad's no, an no, expert, no. then will no. be like, "Yeah, we're, we we actually got this. We bought this dough at Whole Foods." Like, do you, like your like your kids do stuff like that? And like, no, you're like, no, I'll just bring the dough home
0: yeah. from the restaurant. No, my kids are a little too uh, sophisticated at times. I think as far as food is concerned as far as we is concerned. That's your so. fault. I know. Yeah. I know. Um,
1: that's what I was going to say. So we, we try and do like an annual trip with my family and we, and we j- literally, like two weeks ago, just came back from Rome, Florence, Siena, oh, Tuscany. Oh, wow. Awesome. And like my kids went to Paris, you know, the year before. Yeah. We loved Italy so much more yeah. Yeah. <laughs> than we did uh, <laughs> Paris. Really? N- namely though, because like for kids, especially like American kids, there's good pizza, pasta, and yeah. gelato yeah. on every corner. So, like, kids are like, I'm good. Like, you don't have to be marching around and, like, I don't know if they're going to dig the escargot and steak tartare. There's pizza right here.
0: Except when I was a kid, we used to go a lot. My parents would – we'd go to Italy every summer to see my grandparents and Mm. we'd do – little side trips every year and and we went to paris a couple times and i i, lo- I remember really loving the food.
1: no yeah we loved it. i mean we loved it i'm just saying there were those <laughs> that moments steak where that,
0: I, I had to go back like three days in a row for some good steak free at one of those famous places that's been around forever oh
1: there you, of course yeah. of course
0: and again for us yeah but for kids you're like listen this is a snail this is a moment this
1: is a choice <laughs> you have to make in your life you yeah. know, when you, especially when you have more than one kid, and you're like, well, you know, one of my kids is going to take this plunge, yeah, and one of them is not, yeah, yeah and for one of sure. them is going to be super grumpy right now because yeah.
0: you know we can't find my pizza. boy. I have a, a picture of my boy. I have twins; they're six now. When they were two. I have a picture of him sucking on a raw shrimp head in on in Italy like one of those red oh yeah Bambaro rosso of course and he's just like raw shrimp head mm. in his mouth so like, is
1: this one good. of those weird uh chef dad proud moments <laughs> yeah for sure do you, how do you feel about that cuz you know it's like it is like cuz you're proud like yeah. you remember like obviously you have a photo of this yeah right? yeah that yeah it's yeah. like in yeah. your you know it's like uh-huh. yeah Right. there we
0: go good boy right
1: i was super proud and i have a similar like where it's like um when when my youngest was super young she just like went after some bone marrow yeah and i was like yeah there you
0: go way to go <laughs> like
1: my other kid is like peanut butter and jelly yeah and right. one kid is like spooning bone marrow yeah. on some toast and i'm like ah it's weird it, right because my weird... daughter
0: is definitely not as into eating weird things as my son is. no I don't know why. same thing she's older
1: no, they're they're twins. Oh, that's twins. Right, I yeah. got it. Mm, yeah. Interesting. See, I feel like my oldest is less adventurous because really? we cater to her more. There you go. And we like literally had a tray, and we put the peas here and uh-huh. the carrots here, and we let her. We overanalyze her yeah. decisions. She doesn't yeah. like carrots. Yeah. You know when they like everything when you just psh, <laughs> <right in laughs> exactly the one which works for like pasta. It's a great pasta is actually a great vehicle for sure for deception. Yeah, when just it comes mix to it all children. together
0: exactly, it's like <laughs> oh you don't
1: like carrots. Guess what? You're never going to know <laughs> because the tomatoes are in it as well, That's and it's it. just red sauce
0: now. Uh, that was when so, I was a kid, I, my mom used to put avocados in the salad, and I hated it. And, but Ooh. I loved guacamole, and then I finally one day I made the connection. Ooh, avocados, guacamole! Wow.
1: Yeah, and you didn't know like you like you thought you hated avocados, <laughs> yeah, but you exactly. loved guacamole, yeah. right? And that's yeah. when your
0: parents are like, ah, I got you.
1: <laughs> right. uh, my favorite. and We don't really talk recipes usually here, but like one of my favorite, like, uh, you know. Uh, since they're here, like, someone needs a, a creative recipe for avocados in the next 30 minutes. Okay. Can you do it? Yeah. yeah of course. Let me – but um, I, right, everyone knows that this is the case. <laughs> do you have a creative use for a Breville home grill? We need it in 32 – it would yeah, be really great if you emails. had a grilled avocado recipe because avocados are so right? hot right now. Uh, we they could probably get... tell
0: you how many emails it takes to get a response, like three. Oh point... well, that's the worst. It takes 3.3 emails mm. to get a response from Steve. First of all, will you
1: come back on? Because we, we, my publicist they, they come on every once in a while. We need to do like a PR yeah, episode of this because that world, I feel for you so hard because first of all, you know when you send the email that we're angry. <laughs> <laughs> you know that your sleeves are rolled up and you, your hands are full of dough. You're in a meeting, whatever it is. You don't have time for a healthy yogurt recipe right. <laughs> for some publication you've never heard of before in your life. <laughs> it's true. But I have got over – Like I think like both of us are now more mature. More right? mature. Yes. Like now we not realize – Not quite there yet. Not all ex- quite fully evolved. Not fully, right. Way. Where we still like <laughs> – we have the same feelings when we get the emails, but we know it's our responsibility to get back to you as quick as we can. Sure. And that all exposure is good exposure. Right. And that honestly – it's right now I'm on a rant – that someone will read the penny saver that this
0: article is in. Do they still do penny savers? And they
1: will show up to the restaurant. It's crazy. Of, yeah. I mean, it's crazy how counts. yeah
0: yeah which ones you would never expect to get traction. You, Westways, you know the AAA oh, one. Oh, wait, that wait, one's wait. huge. Are you
1: talking like uh, oh uh, airplane stuff? Yeah, uh, yeah, airplane. I used stuff. to hate that stuff. Oh, now the God. value of it, yeah. I understand because I'm a I'm a Delta Diamond five year Diamond traveler. Nice. You're trapped. Yeah, there's one. There's only one thing to read, <laughs> yeah. especially if you don't want to cough up the dough for the Wi-Fi. Right, I'm reading the magazine. Absolutely. There's your, uh, you know, your big portfolio spread in there. Yeah. And guess what? I'm landing in Los Angeles, and I got sure. three meals queued up at least. Yeah. Because of that avocado recipe. <laughs> <laughs> so good job, PR team. Yeah. Uh, but that world has got to be crazy because you do. You get angry, and then you, like I used to like with the morning shows, especially. Too. Yeah. I used to get so angry because you send them the real recipe. Yeah. And right, and then they're like, "Oh, but you know, there's like,
0: you know, it's got five ingredients. Yeah.
1: You think maybe you could do one with three <laughs> ingredients? Yeah, <laughs> this is great. This has become a PR podcast,
0: right? Right, now. you got you got like what three minutes to to make your dish or whatever yeah. it is. That's hey, listen, do you have a risotto recipe
1: that you can make in five minutes instead of twenty minutes? Right. <laughs> People can't find carnaroli rice. Right. Can you do one? No, I'm just sorry. Do now, like, Uncle Ben's. This is just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, we're getting off topic. Uh, weird question uh, since we are somewhat talking about pasta. Yeah. If you had to be a pasta shape, which one would you be? And this moment, because I know your initial answer is going to be like, I love them all. Yeah. <laughs> pasta shapes are like people. They come in different shapes and sizes right. and colors and lengths. Yeah. And I'm a very diverse yes. pasta lover. yes. But if you had to be a pasta like When I teach my way, I kids those... about
0: pasta, that's yes. the spiel they get. Is the it? Per, no. Oh, I
1: the like per... it. I was, I was like, oh, I'm doing the right <laughs> thing if you're telling your kids
0: that. No. It was, uh, well, personally, I would say tortellini. Ooh. That's like kind of the traditional bolognese. I grew up eating that for special occasions. Mm-hmm. Or tagliatelle because that's like the workhorse bolognese when my nonna used to – Make it every morning with the rolling pin, and, and so one of those two. So
1: wait, wait I, I got mesmerized by you <laughs> saying a couple of Italian words, which probably happens to you often. No. What was the tortellini was the first tortellini, shade, yeah, and, and the second then the
0: tagliatelle, tagliatelle, so just tagliatelle. The noodle, yeah,
1: unbelievable. Uh, and the the tortellini, that's one that there is, I uh, dare I say, romance behind. Yeah, I mean Like it's the very... shape of it is very – it's a very sensual They say shape. it's supposed to is be it supposed like to, does it Venus's have... belly button. Oh, so there yeah. you go. <laughs> so without – I must have heard that story. Yeah. So that's why I went with the sensual thing. But I was thinking even more like the shaping of it. I feel yeah. like there's – there's a beauty and an, an elegance in yeah. just like making that shape with
0: you, and hands. they have to be. You know, the, the 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 smaller they are, kind of shows the skill of the the maker. So this is you'll a conversation. Tiny ones. In this Bologna. is a
1: conversation I was happening. I was having with one of my sous chefs about like, but at this point, you can. There's got to be a machine that bangs out for yeah yeah. If you
0: wanted to get the right.
1: tiny tortellini, machine. yeah, but then
0: they all look the same, and
1: it's like, oh, like the, yeah. you, wait, are you telling me that tortellini should be like snowflakes?
0: Yeah, they should be, for sure. Tortellini are like snowflakes. Yeah, you may have titled this episode. Well, like when I was, my mom still every every Christmas day will eat tortellini and brodo. That's like. The thing, yes, and you know all the nephews and nieces and my dad—they all they'll make them, and you can kind of tell, like, oh, that, that must have been that must have been Grampy. Grampy must have made that one. Cause yeah, it doesn't look too good. That <laughs>
1: happens to me in my restaurant when I jump on the table oh, yeah? with my team that does it all day long, right. and
0: then I come in there and fold one, and they're yeah. like, no. That's the thing. I no, mean, no, it, it, yeah. like you got to train people to be better. They're doing it all the time. You know? right. it's like you better. You, you should be better than
1: I am at it. I want to unpack tortellini for a little bit. Yeah. So, one in your restaurants, do you? You must have a number of people that are literally just stuffed pasta folders, or, or well, you just have
0: pasta a pasta team. We have a pasta team, but it's really just two people. That's it's what I'm talking just, about. Uh, Francesco, who we brought over from Italy. That's what he was doing in Italy. And yeah. Was, so now he's kind of our pasta. Will Francesco come back on the podcast? Sure. To he'd sit to. next to
1: you in a game show format. Yeah. Next to a dumpling maker and a pierogi maker. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I mean, he'd see, love to. Yeah,
1: no, that would be really yeah. fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we're gonna do that. Yeah. Because like there is something to me about like these jobs, like even you know in, in in a less noble way. I have restaurants where there's like one person that just makes French fries. Yeah. Like it's a bigger task than you think oh, when man. you're at home, right? Those
0: are the hardest, thing, those are the hardest things to do. Like right. Making and French fries, that's hard. It It is hard and a lot more scientific consuming. and there's so many things that yeah. go
1: into it. But, like th- I think sometimes we don't like you know, as guests in restaurants, you don't realize no. they're like, yeah, there's a chef, there's a celebrity chef, right, and like, yeah, I can see the person on the grill, but you don't see that person who at ten a m right you know, is hand folding pasta all day long, and they right. did that for eight hours, oh, they yeah. did that for ten hours, yeah, yeah, and they do that every day every day, and yeah. how do they do that and not look at their cell phone? <laughs> That's the thing I'm realizing, like I'm glad well, he I was does, a young cook his, before his
0: technology. mom calls him from Italy once a day, so he has to talk to his mom once a day, are you serious? Yeah. Every morning can, he's will talking Fran- his-
1: First of all, I don't know if you know this, but you're getting Francesco some work out of this uh, <laughs> at least some exposure. Will he do that phone call live on Striving for I'm Attention? sure he'd love to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. where is his family from? Uh, they're uh, in Puglia,
0: which is the, yes. the
1: heel. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so the pasta maker is getting the shout out. Yeah. Hey, listen, 60 seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer for your car with true car. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit ups, or just listen to my voice, you can get a true cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone. Or home. Just go to TrueCar and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate true cash offer from a local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions and get answers you need, so there's no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar today. So when I just recently was in Italy, I made a point of really my goal was to eat all of the traditional dishes right. that I know and love, right. but I've only had them in the framework of an Italian restaurant in the States or uh, for me working in a French restaurant, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And one of them was uh, tortellini and brodo. Yeah. And I remember when I ordered it, the server was like, are you sure? <laughs> Mainly because I just thought he was like, you know, he's like, oh, this is a stupid American. Right. I think he wants spaghetti and meatballs. Right. And he's like polpette, and I'm like no tortellini and brodo, uh-huh. and like it's it's simplicity. It's you know yeah. you always hear these things as chefs, right? Uh, right. There's there's d- the detail and simplicity. There's there there's a challenge in simplicity. Mm-hmm. That's one of those dishes right. where like it's firsthand. Yeah, what is it? it yeah. I mean, you want to explain it to just the people
0: that well, might not know. The filling is is traditionally made with pork and chicken or rabbit, but chicken usually, right? Mostly pork, and then it has uh, lots of Parmesan cheese. Prosciutto mortadella, all the things that are so Every, it's really like my it's, stomach it's, just started growling, yeah. right? All the things that are delicious, all the things that are delicious and are kind of from around Bologna, and then uh, it's just made in these little tortellini, and then it's
1: which cooked. are like tiny, like I mean, almost yeah, they'll they can be like, be like yeah. thumbnail yeah, size, I've and I have them. small
0: hands. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them so seen small me. that like I, I, there was one place outside of Bologna. It's a great restaurant, Amerigo from nineteen thirty four. It's called, and they have. I have a picture with like six tortellini on a tablespoon. That's how many would. Yeah, it's wow. crazy. They're so small. So, uh, but yeah. So the smaller, the better. That's why they say the nonnas with the small fingers are are better at it. Unbelievable. Yeah. And
1: it. And then and then brodo. One Brodo's of my cooks asked the, the other day,
0: and I felt really silly because I was. He was like, "What's brodo?" And I was like,
1: "And I." And there was my initial instinct was like, "You don't know what that <laughs> what brodo is?" Like you've been here for a year or whatever it is but like it's broth yeah. right now it's they call it bone broth now right i was now okay it's this become, was, i was become elevated you read my, mind. To bro- you read bone my broth. mind when are you going to release your bone brodo oh uh, i, I don't think know. we need to do bone brodo first of all the pr team is I super excited <laughs> right now because i just delivered content for you yeah thanks Matt. Uh, bone brodo you can get it only at the holidays yeah. you can get mason jar of it it's all hipster yeah uh, and it's much better than broth it is because it's, it's italian way better <laughs>
0: And there's there were bones used to make it.
1: Were you offended by the whole? Uh, there were a lot of cooks who were offended by the whole bone broth. Like, I mean, I still think it's happening because you can see it at like you know all these great shops. Yeah. But like, I, you know, it's I think a, a cook's initial instinct was yeah. always like. You mean stock?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you isn't mean the stock, foundation for all great things? Isn't right? broth just stock with salt in it? Isn't that what it right. is? Right. Or I think I,
1: think I, I, I think I went back in a textbook. Like, I think broth technically there's more meat. It's not oh, really? just bones. Okay. Te- like, there's more meat on the bone, but not to all get right. super, super nerdy yeah, about it. Yeah. But like I love how like those things where you're like, oh, someone's making some money yeah. by just changing the word stock yeah, you know, exactly. or using the word
0: broth and throwing the word yeah, bone in front of it. It's chicken Broth. Yeah, like chicken broth. Jewish grandmothers knew it was good for you for hundreds of years, right? Every right, everyone's grandmother. Everyone's grandmother. All, uh, right. Yeah, of course,
1: all, across all cultures. But tortellino brodo, little tiny stuffed pasta, super tiny, and just
0: some chicken broth. Yeah, and man, well, it's it was, actually chicken and beef. Chicken and beef so you use chicken and and beef next.
1: And this is where you're incredibly Italian because you're like, oh my god. Don't say that <laughs> because it's really – just like you had to throw in the tortellini, you had to throw rabbit out there. Well, like, let's yeah. be honest. They, if you send that recipe to your PR team, they're like, do you think you could do it without the rabbit? Because like Mary Smith in Kansas doesn't have right. rabbit. Right? Right. Uh, and you're like, I can't. I'm Italian. Like, no, like, I can't it. I can't do it, like, I, can do it okay, without you rabbit. You
0: can't do it because you're in. And uh, you're also a. I think child. like you look at the traditional old recipes. Uh, like Artusi was this guy who kind of uh, went around Italy and like kind of wrote down recipes in the late 1800s. So Ooh. you look at it, he'll, like in those recipes. Is this it's like rabbit. the Escafier of Italy? He is, one? but okay. he wasn't a chef. So uh-huh. he's more of a, a writer and a, a sociologist than anything than he was a chef. But yeah, he's equated to Scoffier, but the, like the Italian Scoffier, he, he kind of codified all these these home recipes. It's a, it's a pretty cool book if you ever get a chance to read it.
1: But yeah. I, I'm going to check it out right yeah. after this, right after the pod. Um mm-hmm. One of the things that I love about it, there is this, like, right? There is like, there's, there's emotion and feelings and yeah. sometimes anger. <laughs> I remember, you know, just again having been in Italy last week. How many times have I said that? Uh, reading La Repubblica, uh-huh. and there's like, there's this article. I'm not reading it because I don't read Italian. It's <laughs> being translated it. <laughs> to me, and it's like um, someone putting garlic in carbonara, and oh, it's yeah. like, but it's like a big time chef who did this, and it's like, whoa, like yeah. you have like that's it. You, you're not even a chef anymore, right?
0: Like, what, like, well, those to me, those dishes, I personally, I mean, people can do whatever they want. Right. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's bad if you're still selling it as carbonara. Mm. I think if you're going to make spaghetti carbonara, this is my opinion. Okay. It should just be. One. I, I'll, I'll, I'll accept okay, guys, everyone. Pancetta instead of guanciale. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, all right. But, oh, only, but not because your publicist
0: said no one knows what guanciale is. Right. Well, it's uh, like get more pancetta because it's from the guanciale is from the cheek. Right. Pancetta is from the stomach. Uh, so that's the one. But it should just have, and that's a, the like Roman pastas to me are like that's like the simplest the. Perfect example of like simple, 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 but delicious. Like my, some of my, my personal favorites, it's like, to be honest. Cacho Pepe is like cheese and pepper.
1: Yes. That's it. And I, you know what I love? <laughs> okay, I, I make the equation that like these classic Roman pasta dishes are very much like going to a standard Mexican restaurant. Right. And here's what I mean by this the first dish is. Noodles with butter. Right. The second dish is noodles with butter and cheese. <laughs> the third dish is noodles with butter and cheese and a salty pork product. Right. And you have a whole menu. But the fact is the whole menu is really just a taco and an enchilada and right. a chili relleno. Yeah. And five different variations of how exactly. you can order
0: those things. Exactly. This is kind of the case, right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I, like I think, you know, those dishes should be, you know, kind of standardized in a way. It's like the DOC. Like in Europe, they, they try to standardize everything. Right. To, protect the origin of things. which is unreal like yeah. we don't have that really right uh near the back uh nine of the podcast here we
1: play a little game you down to have some fun sure we've had fun the whole time i don't know sure. what i'm saying like you're down now <laughs> uh this one's called ripe or hype we're bringing it back okay. so steve samson these are things that you're you you're like they're ripe they're they're like yeah. you're all yeah. about it okay or they're hype yeah you know they're they're not they're not so much about it just for you i'm going to start with an impromptu one uh publicists Right, right. Super. When you, when you get when thought. you
0: when you have the right one, not even a thought. But they deal with hype.
1: They're, they do deal with hype. They, they sometimes they encourage it. Right. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, but we're all about politics. Okay. Uh, this one's personal to me. Flavored pasta dough, meaning the idea of incorporating lots of other things into the dough, and like I think we're in a moment right yes. now where like a lot of people are trying to be creative in that way. Right. Uh, mostly hype.
0: Mm, I like that. I thought you were going to say that. I if it's spinach, a couple things are okay, but wait, wait, wait. Mostly wait. High. If it's spinach, you're spinach okay is with okay because that's traditional. I'm a ah, traditionalist.
1: see, that's where I knew you were going to go. So if yeah. I'm grounding, though, you don't want me grounding lentils into uh, a, a, a fettuccine um, and calling it lentil fettuccine. Look, there's
0: all these, there's all this new like stuff with like trying to make pasta gluten free and stuff, which I think yeah. it's fine. I mean, again, I'm just talking personally. You probably won't see it at Rosso Blue, right?
1: doesn't like mean you, you, also by the way though i mean you were a chef in los angeles yeah like you, you like you must like i mean the gluten free thing must you can have risotto it's fine uh, there see <laughs> first of all that's some chef shit right there yeah. and you're like no you can have this other dish yeah. that we do Exactly. that doesn't have noodles i love that riper hype social
0: media oh god uh I mean, I uh, think that your expression I, I says s- it all. I, I don't think I, we have I, to answer that. I'd love to say hype, but I mean, it's it's like a, a a necessary evil of today's world, especially in what we do. So yes, it's uh, and it is it, it's it's. I called, can't uh, deny it. I can't fight it any longer. You there you go. <laughs> there
1: you go. Um, what about this one? This is a um, it is a delivery service that sends uh, pasta to your house. It's called Send Nudes.
0: Um, send, nudes. send
1: nudes it is a different shape like you can or you pick out your shape you pick out your sauce and it gets delivered to you you might not have heard of it
0: um i guess it's a delivery it, kit, i basically. would assume it's hype but if the pasta is mm. good then i'll say right okay real quick that's I, just, my idea yeah.
1: oh that's yours yeah that's my idea so that's i'm gauging that was me okay. like without you even knowing just I was make, work, the, make I was, the pasta good and there it is fine. i was workshopping <laughs> that right there in the moment with you
0: send nudes send nudes i like that <laughs> uh squeeze bottles uh, uh, not for plating, okay. But not for, for plating, holding, but for dressing, for and... for for working on the line, they can be pretty uh, right. handy. But you're not. There's no squiggles of no, 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 pesto no, no. happening no, at no, your restaurants. No. No, no, not for plating.
1: I like that. By the way, also, just so you know, you have a little like almost all of your answers have started with a sigh.
0: <laughs> I just <so laughs> because like, I'm uh, you know I'm I'm a Libra, so uh, there's no. Black or white in my world. It, uh, there's, it's always oh, somewhere like it. in between. That's,
1: well, and that's what this game is yeah. all about. There are no in-between. Yeah. White truffle menus. Uh, totally ripe. Got it. As I'm long as there's no one. truffle I'm, I'm oil. I'm assuming there's one working right now.
0: Uh, we, we have it. We, we have it on. It's a good year for truffles. Like yeah, Last year was terrible exactly. for truffles. But... Okay, so real quick. This is now a
1: sidebar. I went truffle foraging in oh, wow. Tuscany. Oh, cool. Uh, I had an amazing experience. Uh-huh. I still feel like, though, I got... Like, I feel like there was a little bit of a shell game happening. Really? I feel like they may have planted some truffles out in the woods. <laughs> Here's why. We went out in 30 minutes. We found five truffles, the exact amount of truffles as people were in our party. Wow. And, like, I feel like there's a little bit of, like, you know when they throw trout no, in Italian, the lake and they're like, Italians go fish. don't
0: do stuff like that.
1: Exactly. There we go. They're well very, well uh, said. So very it, was all, it, was, it was all 100%. Real. And then I texted my... Uh, a uh, friend from Fiorentina who was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> we used to do that to t- tourists all the time as well.
0: Was there a dog um, who was sniffing oh, it out? The, yeah. when no there
1: was a dog. What and the was dog's dog did name? Do you dig,
0: remember? Uh, the, the dog's name was Nina. Nina. Yeah, it's usually like an American name, like Bobby or.
1: Oh, so that's like yeah. that's
0: how you know it's a little bit more of a scam. Jim. No, th- this was, no yeah. that's like they tell okay. you to name their dogs like Bobby and Jim. And... Yeah, that's kind of a... <laughs>
1: Nina. Yeah, I think it was Nina. I have to come back. Yeah, I don't think it was Bobby though. Um, Meatballs. Hype. Ripe. Ripe. I there you meatballs. go. So you're he not offended. You're me. never offended
0: when someone orders spaghetti and spaghetti and meatball dish. I'm not offended, but that like, spaghetti and I'm meatballs not, not, is th- okay, a different there, thing. Okay, th- there you go. Because yeah. that's not an Italian dish. That's an Italian American dish. There you go. So uh, you've seen the movie Big Night. Yes. Big fan of it. Yeah, it's a great movie.
1: Right? Because you your 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 expressions are a little bit like how when yeah. uh, you know the chef's in the back and he's like, <laughs> you don't get risotto and pasta at right. the same time. It's yeah. not how it's not a side dish. Spaghetti is yeah. not a side dish. Okay.
0: Uh, burrata. Ripe or hype? Oh, ripe. I love mm, burrata. Real? Okay. So, but, but, uh, what, okay. It's so come like definitely hyped. Got it, the, it. Got the it. The first time I ever ate burrata, it was pretty amazing. A hundred percent. Okay. But what about the idea of like burrata
1: now as a vehicle for everything else that you like, you know, uh, are you barata burrata and caviar,
0: ripe or hype? That's actually really good. That's <laughs> 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 one of those okay. really good, uh, combinations that you wouldn't That's expect. Tr- okay. F- fair enough. We're not going to, we're not, you're not going <laughs> to
1: budge on burrata being hype. Uh, Pickup services, Uber Eats, these type of things.
0: Uh, I think they're ripe. Yeah, I think. Do you they, do them? I, Would you let your like you know hand you know we toss we, we do them travel? at Soto. Um, we haven't started doing it yet at Rosso Blue just okay. because of logistics. Copy Super that. fine. We're trying to do our own delivery now just because those companies take too much of a, too much of a piece of the pie.
1: Uh was Superfine influenced as it what wh- where where does the word the, the We were over-
0: so we're we're located in uh the city market where Rosso Blue is. It's the original produce market for uh. Los Angeles, a wholesale produce market. So we were like, well let's like kind of give a nod to that. We were looking through all these old uh you know produce company and, and those old like kind of uh produce posters yeah and oh we okay. saw super fine plums
1: mm, i love that there's yeah. a there's a little seafood restaurant in brooklyn called extra fancy oh yeah which like it, it's on the like worcestershire bottle right. or, uh, the cocktail right. sauce bottle yeah. i love when you find the inspiration in something yeah. i'm glad you didn't say like supreme like you were like <laughs> supreme all those kids line up for those sweatshirts <laughs> no. we're gonna have them lining up for pizza yeah, yeah that, that would have be where my inspiration yeah. comes from uh okay food trucks Riper or hype uh, mostly ripe. Got to be careful in L.A. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that, right? Yeah. Um, bread crumbs to finish pasta dishes. Definitely ripe. Mm. Yeah, but see, you wouldn't it. But this is tough. I'm giving you ones, though, that for you, you were doing it before everyone started doing it.
0: Well, that's traditional. I um, mean, you know, that's the kind of thing that it's inspired by, like, frugality and, and places where maybe cheese was hard to get. They oh, would use bread crumbs. Damn, you're just yeah. broke. Yeah, I'm gonna get
1: real New York. You just broke that shit down, yeah, I know, son. I know. Like instead of cheese, people instead were doing cheese. like toasted yes. bread to yes. give this like a little extra umami, et cetera. Yeah, uh,
0: and it, and it's really good with seafood dishes that you might not want cheese on. Ooh, I love that uh, cheese on seafood dishes. Right uh, for hype. Uh, the the law that there is no is hype. There actually are some. Se- I think like a. a, a a, a milder little, weird little dance right now. Yeah, be good man. With seafood. Listen, I like, and they do it in a lot of parts. of the like. I like
1: Parmesan in my linguine and clams, yeah.
0: but I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, what do there I know? You
1: go. Uh, panettone.
0: Pa- panettone. Oh, uh, mostly hype. I'm not. I've Ooh. never been a huge fan. I Damn. don't know. I've been eating it my the whole Christmas life. Gift for our guests. <laughs> for this guest, you probably bought like a hundred of them six
1: months ago, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they last forever. I like that hype. Finishing up with a uh, hype. Uh, last thing we do, chef, is we do something called 86. <laughs> It's 86th. Something in the world that you want to get rid of. It could be serious or right. not. It's not going to be Barada uh,
0: <laughs>
1: because you love it with everything, even caviar, which sounds yeah. gross to me. Yeah. But what do I know? Huh. Uh, what does Steve Sampson want to 86? Oh,
0: gosh. That's a tough one. Um, there's a lot in the world, clearly, that needs to be 86 right now, but. It- and so as not to offend any of your listeners, I'll stay away from the serious stuff. Uh, it's okay. That, it's, it's the word you're thinking of has been said a bunch. Oh yeah. In this moment on this podcast, so <laughs> just,
1: just stay away for, from it from creativity, sake okay. Because
0: you know we've already heard it. Go ahead. I, I would say, you know, kind of social media review sites mm. as a restaurant tour. It's really can be. Very, wow, hurtful. You're, you're, Very hurtful. Very hurtful at times. Publicists have trained you <laughs> so incredibly well to not say Yelp. Well, okay, I sorry. mean, sorry. yeah, <laughs> Yelp. Right. I'll say I'll say Yelp. That's fine. Okay. I mean, it's it's. Uh, but there's so many of them now. There's you know the open table reviews. You know the the uh, Google reviews. So many. Like, you're it's, right. It's it's just it, it's yeah. tough. You know, I'm trying to. Hard to well, make it's a tough, living, right? and, and also
1: because I mean, in LA, it's a little different because there's like there's some really good writers still right. here. Um, you know who our first guest was on the podcast? Real quick, as we yeah. wrap it up, Besha Rodell. Oh wow, Who dropped a four star on you, I believe. Right? Uh, she did. That's right, she did. Yeah, I know, like a I second do.
0: redo. It's so dope. research, research, Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, and she's a tough not to crack yeah. is what I'm saying like she's so you actually program. know what she looks like but she's she's in Australia now she's so. in Australia
1: now I do yeah. she sat right there she did the absolute she did the pilot episode of this podcast oh that's great um, and we haven't had her back because she after the after she did the podcast she moved to Australia yeah. she was like I'm. At, this is ridiculous I'm you scared thought. her You scared, scared her, her away uh, <laughs> Chef Steve Samson, thank you so much for hanging out with us we'll do for it again sure. if you're down we're going to bring Francesco sure. yeah, back yeah that would be great we're going to do the battle of the dumpling versus <laughs> pasta versus pierogi makers okay. we're going to call Italy on podcast one's dime <laughs> uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do a publicist episode as well. Uh, Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed listening to Starving for Attention. Do us a favor. Jump on over to iTunes and drop us a review. This is the only five-star thing that I've ever done in my life is this podcast so let's continue that trend uh, it really helps move the algorithm which is a really nerdy thing to say but it helps uh, write us a review about this episode if you want and uh, jump on over to starving for pod on Instagram uh, until next week stay hungry how do you say say stay hungry in Italian or what how's bitch? bon appetito Did you say, something no, you like can that? say bon, appetito. bon appetito bon appetito yeah I don't know <laughs> ciao guys <laughs> ciao.
0: thanks for listening to starving for attention with Richard Blaze download new episodes every Tuesday on the podcast one app apple podcasts or podcast one.com
1: thanks so much for listening and thank you to our sponsors who make this all possible Analon, who also made our eggs happen this morning you can visit macy's to shop the collection or go to Analon.com now penguin random house coming on board visit penguin random house audio.com slash self-care for more san pellegrino making me thirsty just saying it. finds S. Pellegrino in your area. Visit sanpellegrino.com slash US and True Car. Visit True Car for a better car buying experience. To everyone who's listened and to our sponsors, stay hungry. We'll see you next week.